one hour, no agenda, and working on the second glass of whatever. That's when the evening gets interesting, when the stories and thoughts spill out. Like a work week too full that tips over and the pent-up laughter pours out. These are the unguarded thoughts and opinions, the anecdotes and antics, the conversations that just fucking happen on a Thursday night when you're two beers in. Now, here are the hosts of Two Beers In, Brett Weaver and Monica Ballard. And then it was the bartender at the hotel where I was staying. And he's the guy who, quote unquote, hipped me to the sidecar. I grew up drinking in Texas. I didn't know that to get alcohol, you have to order two drinks. In, in Utah? Yeah. yeah. You have to order a whiskey and soda and then a sidecar. Right. Because the whiskey and soda will be soda with a whiskey bottle waved over it. Right. And then you order the sidecar, and that's a shot of and, whiskey. And you have to make your own drink, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there has to sort be Sort of like South Carolina. Table. Yeah. And they're little mini bottles. You can't have more drinks at the table than there are hands to hold the drinks. All right, are we rolling yet? We are rolling. Oh, thank you goodness. Know. You thank know. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that was the rule in the hotel. You can't have more drinks on the table than there were hands to hold the drinks. So you, if you had a drink in a sidecar, you could have nothing else until you finished what was in front of you. And then the bartender's job was to make sure that you couldn't order anything else for at least half an hour. Now, did you get? Did you give them better tips? So then that way they would shorten that time period? I mean, is that... I tipped the black guy because he told me about the sidecar. Everybody else could fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, By the way, you're uh, listening to Two Beers In. Yeah. Here at the uh, Aristocrat on Burnett Road in Austin, Texas. Uh, It is 6 o'clock, so we're getting started. Our friend Chad here, who is... Are you having anything right now? Check. I have been drinking, yes. What What was the last thing you drank? I had a Berliner Weiss, live oak Berliner Weiss in a can. Okay. It turns out that I don't like IPAs. No. Any more than I like grapefruit. Right. And they have a grapefruit IPA, so I should have left the bar when you I saw You should have just <laughs> gone home and if laid I down. Here's two things I if don't I like. If I didn't, have actually work, didn't actually have work to do here, I would have left. Just okay. because it's on tap. And I love this place. Like so much, you're, you're so offended by the grapefruit, grapefruit IPA, IPA. You have to leave the building. Like if it was grapefruit IPA with a Cowboys logo on it, I would literally burn the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a few people have tried. I don't actually dislike the Cowboys. No. And by that I mean men who ride horses and move cattle around <laughs> because they're doing work. But the team yeah, can fuck off. Right. The football team care. can fuck right off. Hey, 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 they're the I best was, team America can buy. Okay. okay. I was shocked. Corporate Yankees. America. Shocked to see Jerry Jones on the field. Taking a knee. On his knee, locked in arms with his team. That literally, I'm going to stop using the word literally. I actually shed a tear and got a little choked up. Did you shed a tear? I did. I physically. Then you, actually, then you literally shed a tear. I know, but I overused that term. I think even when it's appropriate. Chad, I would say that uh, that if you use the word correctly, it should be promoted. It should not be just because other idiots do it the wrong way. Well, doesn't my problem mean that is you that should not use it. As I age, my vocabulary is trailing off, and I don't like that. 
I like taking those tests on Facebook where it says your vocabulary is English, professor. Yes, I know. Go fuck yourself. Like that's... <laughs> If, if it's an English professor who says go fuck yourself. Yes. Which a lot of them do. <laughs> a lot of them do. Okay. And also see That's, me, up, and see me I, after class. That would be the other That would be my thesis to get a degree <laughs> to become an English professor. That's right. The uses the, of go the, fuck yourself. The origins and the derivative nature of go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Did, have, you, have you seen the video with uh, uh, Connolly talking about fucking the, the term fuck off oh yes yes because he doesn't he knows what you mean he knows you know he could yeah i don't want to that is a great i love billy Collins. fuck off Connolly. it has no english equivalent because it's because it's, it's fucking english, english. <laughs> i'm ruining you tell that. someone to fuck off and off he will fuck <laughs> my favorite so uh, we talk about positive things. We stay away from politics most of the time. I'm sorry, I've already violated. No, both that's of those okay. Rules. We're fine. We're, we, that's that's good. And uh, how about I load up a whole bunch of Tom Waits in the jukebox, <laughs> and then we can talk about Puerto Rico. Yeah, that'd be the best. The that's best. Not, but po- Puerto so Rico is not politics. Am I good? It sucks what's happening there. It is horrifying. Yes. Yeah. Dead silence. Okay, yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> Woo! All right, go. but off more off to positive things. Yes, you were gonna tell. I want to show you my day of texting today. Okay. Now, let's review. Me and my compadres at the office have gone from our seven-room suite mm-hmm. to one room on the fourth floor. One room from the, from the palatial seven floors. With a beautiful view of downtown Austin. Yes. On the fifth floor, you could get no higher in that building unless you wanted to hang out on the roof with the pigeons. So we're not rehearsing at your office anymore. No, we no, are we not. Are not. <laughs> we have gone down to the fourth floor, one room, three people who, from, from the look of today's texts, really do not want to spend any time with one another this oh my is just god. today oh my god she's scrolling <laughs> she she scrolled through that about six times six scrolls i six saw scrolls. Yeah. six distinct yeah. finger movements and none that, of them were familiar the, no. those are three people who want to see see one another less and less <laughs> that we, makes a fantastic partnership we know <laughs> <laughs> we never had three people in the office at the same time today. We had one person, then two people, then one person, then two people, then two different people. Then, yeah, it's it, yeah. it's kind of like that improv game where one stands, one sits, <laughs> and one lays down. <laughs> Got to make sure that it was. Yeah, is that an improv game? game? It's an improv game. Did I ever mention I hate improv? <laughs> no. I now have a new reason why. Okay. The improv game where you stand up, sit, and lay down. <laughs> and that's on the list. Okay. Let me guess. You're a stand-up comedian, aren't you? I'm not anymore. I have right, abandoned. Right, but you were. I have done stand-up, yes. Yeah. The greatest joke I ever wrote was about my marriage. <laughs> because stand-up. <laughs> well, yeah. So my marriage ended because we had almost exactly the same goals for the marriage. I just wanted her to be happy. She wanted just her 
to be <laughs> You're missing the expression. The expression sells it. Yes, I'll it's not a visual medium. It is a I do have a face for it's radio, a though, so expression. Yeah. Oh, my crest wasn't the only thing falling. <laughs> oh. Oh. Moti, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Still not a problem. Thanks. <laughs> I uh, had a... Oh, wait. So... Whoa, hello. I caught that just at the right time. This happens. Sorry. No, my, you my talk mic. about dropping the mic, but that is not how we right, really... I'm dropping the mic, Andrew. Do you want this thing to run? <laughs> so, uh, my cousin came into town. My favorite cousin, uh, Liz, who uh, uh, actually came in and performed one night in uh, in Putnam County. She, she was one of the volunteers on stage. It was quite nice. But uh, she and her husband came to the disaster conference. He is the he is the uh, Lafayette <laughs> the disaster conference. conference. Oh, there's so much more to that. <laughs> but he's the guy that, when disaster strikes in Lafayette, Louisiana, he's the one who goes and and does the inspection to find out how much did that cost to get replaced, and you know works with right. FEMA and does all of that. Yeah. Now, he's the new head guy for that. So there was a conference that was here in Austin, and he drove up. And since he has a rolled ankle, a jacked up back, a kidney stone, and is getting over uh, pre-diabetes, uh, you know, I was like, you're the walking disaster. The poster child I mean, for the geez. disaster conference. So he, Please but, give, but, won't but you? She, she said she would drive him up. And so she did, and she called me first thing in the morning saying, hey, want to go to breakfast? I'm like, yes. So we go to breakfast, and she tells me that he uh, showed me a picture of him, and I was like, wow, he's lost weight. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's because when he went to the doctor, they said, you were like a half step away from being diabetic. We're going to put you on. That's what they say now. (laughs) Pre-diabetic. You're pre-diabetic. Anybody whose BMI is over 38 or whatever, fuck, I don't know. You're pre-diabetic. So they said, we're going to put you on medicine. He goes, no, give me 90 days because it's 90 days to do the sugar level thing. Uh uh, And I will change my diet and I will find a way to fix that. And so she tells me, uh, you know, Brett, even though I'm an A-bear, I don't really cook. I've never been that big of a cook, so I had to learn. And I was like, great. And she said, yeah. And so I cooked all his meals and I made, put him, you know, and he's, he's, he's great. And he, in the last six months, he's lost 60 pounds. And I was like, wow, you must be a really shitty cook. (laughs) (laughs) She just goes... You know, nobody else. Everybody else just congratulated me. You. Nope. Like, no. That's no, not no. your job. That's why you love me. Congratulations are not your job, Brett. <laughs> Crazy story. I uh, One of my thousand and one side gigs is I do AV work at the convention center. Mm-hmm. And one of the last conventions I worked before the summer break this year was a convention of endocrinologists. Okay. So it's a bunch of doctors get together, and of course it's paid for by Big Pharma. Sure. And all of the booths are from pharmacology companies. Sure. And it was all about... (laughs) (laughs) No, no. These are people treating diabetes. 
Every motherfucking one of them had a bowl of candy at the table. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Really good candy, though. No, they were not scrimping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no. All right. There was no the Tootsie Roll sampler. Like, no. We're not talking Brock's. Snicker, Peppermint the tiny crack. Snicker cubes, yeah. so good. Mm. Eight a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you eat? All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> no, so are there more? No. Why? <laughs> I ate all of them. I confiscated the bowls. Yeah. It's it's what's best. You know how people are supposedly now like 15% corn, like they find DNA? You're 20% Snickers now. That's what's happening. Which is appropriate for a stand-up comedian. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Are you the I was going to open a club for people who tell like a lot of little jokes but no big jokes, and it was going to be called Snickers Bar. The fun size? That's if it was a pop-up store. Yeah. Yeah. But we all know those aren't really fun size. They're not fun no. for anybody. Give me no. this one. The yeah. One that's. That's the extra fun size. That's the extra fun. But it's Biggest not even this. fun shape. Like I mean, if you're gonna make it a fun size, make it a fun shape. Chocolate dildo. There we yeah. go. Obviously. In favor. I need it slowly. <laughs> I told you about my white supremacist rideshare driver that I had yesterday. <laughs> yeah, her name was Uber Alice. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Uber Alice. That's the whole joke. Uber Alice. Okay. She's from California. Likes Jerry Brown. Or actually doesn't like Jerry Brown. Dead Kennedy. Dead, yeah. Dead Thank Kennedy. you. Dead Kennedy's reference. I, I like to explain jokes. Yes. Because then I get that. You're a, you're a former? Former stand-up. Stand-up, okay. <laughs> I've never hey. taken that shot at you, by the way. I've never done that. That's, I don't, it's not a shot. It's yeah. perfectly accurate. Yeah. Speaking of jokes, you know that, that meme about you know when you get fired from a job or you leave a job that you have one banker's box yes. with a couple of files and a plant? They're usually white. It's not true. No. It is not true. No, it takes more like 85 of those. <laughs> Just in the first trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I made sure I set my new expectations at my job. Yes. To where now I can just stand up, grab my bag, and walk out the building. Excellent. So. That, yeah. I'm, so I, I, I've been fired a couple times. Like, I got fired. Well, I quit, Get the, out. I quit the job. <laughs> I quit the job installing kitchen cabinets. Yes. Yes. Because it was counterproductive. Right. Oh. Uh, but I got fired from the job selling three-legged chairs door to door. Because they nobody would look at the stool sample. sample. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Stool sample. It's a shitty pun. And then so was that. Dad, dad <laughs> jokes. Pun. Dad jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but it's not really dad jokes because you said shit. Yeah. It's I, I, I have this. I have this. Uh, uh, theory and it's probably easily provable that the reason why there are dad jokes is because dads who are funny when they were younger were probably dirty comics you know and then they have kids and they're like well i still want to be funny so i'll just clean it up and that's the best that they can do and i think there's some really good dad jokes it's not like that bad it's just everybody goes oh dad jokes. i'm personally offended that the notion of a pun has been reclassified as a dad joke. <laughs> as a dad. Like it's a pun. It is a linguistic structure 
It, I don't have to have offspring in order to take two words and yeah, make them do. mean each other. Yeah, you That's, do. Sorry. It's the rules. I Look, I will show you the rules. Show me the rules. The dad joke rules? Yeah, the rule dad 34. Joke. <laughs> rule 34. Somewhere out there, there's porn of Mr. Weaver standing naked over a, a box of puns. I don't yes. know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sexy. Sexy. There will be that. Man. I thought you were going to say there's rule 34. Somewhere there's a sexy story about you and I being sexy about puns. That's what I'm I writing thought. it right now. <laughs> yeah. That, I have Brett Weaver's slash fic. That's what I do in my, my there, there spare is, time. There is some slash fic out there uh, with me. And That's it. how old we are. We still call it slash fic. That's true. What are we? What is it called now? I don't know. I guess literature. <laughs> because Fifty Shades of Grey is a book that got made into a yes. movie. Yeah. Yes. And That's, it was originally Harry Potter slash literature. or Twilight. 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 Twilight slash fic. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twilight. It was. It's and not, not just one fiction, book, if three books. Fucking in it. Yeah. The the best uh, was when uh, uh, my wife's comic book. Somebody wrote some slash fic uh, for TJ and Amal, and that was some really we 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 found it, and it was a bunch of comic book artists that we that got together at the house, and we performed. <laughs> That and it was horrible. It was horrible. But the, the best thing was where the guy he says, was Jessica there. Yeah, well, of course she was. Okay. And so where where there's one part in the story where TJ puts three fingers in and says, "I'm gonna go in old school," <laughs> and we're all like, "What does that even mean?" And I had to make sure, and we were like, no, 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 no. Let me make sure I get to say that line. <laughs> I'm what going is, in old What is school. old school? Like, you, you get three fingers in, then whack the back of your hand I with a ruler? <laughs> is that is it Catholic school? Is that? There's, there's so much. There's so much to unpack from that. <laughs> I just said that. It's the old-time yeah, yeah, lockers where you have to, you know, go around twice and come back once. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time I was going to open a food trailer that did cookies, like I was going to like open a bakery that was all NFL-themed cookies. Right, and the cowboy cookies were good, but nobody would buy the fudge packers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. Both to what, the Green Bay Packers what, what? and to fudge in general. <laughs> That's... The best thing is just to go... I, t- I, <laughs> uh, I I got to record my rap uh, backing track. Oh wow! For my friend the, the Jesse, the one that you performed at, at South, South by, by Southwest. Southwest. Yes, I did. Excellent. And uh, uh, there is a it, it, it's it's uh, the, the name of the song is Magic Girl Anime. And uh, and. Uh, at one point, I'm just going, I'm an anime. I'm an I'm a anime. And he's going, magic girl, anime. I'm a. And so I did it three different ways uh, to like make it fun. So I, I did it one just as me, I'm an anime. And then I did one where I was kind of the um, uh, classic anime hero guy. Hey, how's it going? I'm an anime. 
did that one, and then I had to do one where it was more like the characters I play. So then, well, I'm an anime, you know. <laughs> and he he wrote me back. He's like, love. I'm gonna probably mix them together in some way to where it's some weird thing in the background. I'm like, good. Do I get paid? He's like. Sorry, we're breaking up. I'm like, this is an email. What? He's like, I can't. I'm going into a canyon. I was like, yeah. uh, gin and tonic, please. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I'm drinking a gin and tonic. Uh, I I was drinking a, a an Austin Eastsiders original. Yes. But Actually, I think I would like to switch to a, like some sort of Hefeweizen thing. Not not a grapefruit uh, IPA. Not a grapefruit IPA. <laughs> nope. 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 Can of Berliner Weiss. And here's and here's the thing. I can only go two beers in tonight. Okay, because I can't stay for a third beer because we have a tendency to go out and make really bad food choices. We do make bad food choices after we've had as in really good food choices. As in really good, but stuff that as soon as I get home, I am you gotta go. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm done for the day. I'm, I'm dying right now. Clocking out. I, so I have this client that I do random kinds of work for. Yes. Fixing fans, installing landscape lighting. Yes. Because that's what a network engineer is supposed to do in his 40s. Um, she takes me to lunch most of the time. And usually it's this place called Dos Batos or Los mm-hmm. Batos. Los Batos. Two Not bats. Bad. Yeah. Very much like El Pato where I grew up in South Texas. A similar style. Right. This is a taco. It was burned on a fire. Stick it in your face. Yeah. Very you will good. like it. Eat that thing. Excellent. Thank you. Ah, what do, what do I got here? I've got a live, a, a live oak hefeweizen. Yes. one of your favorites. Wait, that's the Berliner. You, y'all should switch. Okay. Because he has the Berliner Weiss, and you have... I have something that... Hi, looks my name's Chad, and I like lemonade beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Berliner Weiss. Unless you're a beer snob, then it's called Kinderweiss. That's right. Because it's beer for children. And it's not a shame. Please stand by. Wait, what just happened? Uh, well, well, what actually just happened is I, I, I think I dropped my drink and then the mic fell off the stand. <laughs> And so then I cut in the show so the, that uh, our audience wouldn't hear it. But you just, so we just started over again? I mean, no, anywhere? No, I just cut what seemed like a good place. But we're going to come back. Well, yeah. But in the middle of a conversation. Sure. Do I get to talk about dongles? Well, that's exactly why I cut it there. Just so I get to say the word dongle as long as often as possible. Dongles. Okay. Let's do that. Love that. Did you get it? Oh, and when I got home, found the original dongle. So now I got to go back to discount electronics and and return. Now, now it looks like you're a cop. Testing yeah. people for radar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, 
I'll be. Damn it. So my mic dropped. I, I started the recording again. Uh, the mic dropped. Yep. And. Uh, and it startled everyone into sobriety. Yes, we're now sober. It's like it's like we've only had one beer in. We're tired of our food choices. Um, we're ready to not eat here. Oh man. Well, that's just disappointing. Well. Uh, yeah, I gotta go back to Discount Electronics because I found the dongle that they originally gave me. Yes. And and I need to fess up that they really did give me a dongle. You did the right thing. I, I, I think you just like saying, give me the dongle. Well, I once think. I found out what its name was, there it, there was like no stopping There's me. There's no way to... It's like, no, no, no. I gotta... I enjoy the dongle. I enjoy the dongle. So, I know. So small. I, had no idea <laughs> yeah, I never, so never thought that there was a thing called a micro dongle, but um, I didn't expect the dongle to be so small. But now that I know what it is, and I did, I can appreciate I did, it. I did get a dongle with my keyboard and mouse. <laughs> you wouldn't expect the dongle to be smaller than the mouse. No. Just, just by its very name. But that that's the way it is. But there you go. <laughs> so, hey, Chad's come back with a screwdriver and not the beverage kind. No. terrified everyone in the bar. Yes. Now that I've... Suddenly the bar got quiet and everybody looks. <laughs> right. He's got a screwdriver <laughs> and not the drink kind. <laughs> My wife is on a uh, uh, on a trip, cross country. Yes, and she's supposed to be here by tomorrow, and she left last night. Is that possible? Yeah, uh, she's driving. She drove from Portland, uh, Oregon, to El Paso. To El Paso, Texas. <laughs> and then no. El Paso takes a full to El Paso to Austin. That's the longest part of the trip. <laughs> yes. No. No. She. No? She drove. She's, uh, she's halfway home. Yeah, she, she she drove. Uh, uh, they they left late, and she drove from uh, Portland to La Grande, which is uh, East uh, Oregon. Last night, she was going to try to well, get. That's to, not very far. She was trying to get to Boise. Trying to impress me here. Come well, on. but today I had said, you know, if you make it, if you make it to uh, Albuquerque, yeah. Uh, which is 15 hours drive. Then tomorrow, driving to Austin is only 10 hours. So we'll see if she. But does she have to pass through Arizona? <laughs> she will pass, pass through, through Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> that is going to be confusing. But she has her friend, two rats, and a cat. So that's a children's book right it is. there. Going through Utah with a rat. With two rats and a cat. Two rats and a cat. (laughs) And a wonderful lady that looks like the embodiment of the the physical manifestation of a a rainbow cupcake with sprinkles. All right. That's our friend, friend, uh, Amanda. She is quite wonderful. Yes. And you think that's... And then you see her and you're like... No, that tracks. That totally, okay. That's totally fair. And then, yeah, 
And she's moving from Portland? From Back from Portland. Back from Portland. Uh, to Houston and then eventually to Austin. Excellent. She is a a, uh, a comic book so creator as well. Take note, Portland. You think you're weird? You lost one. You lost another one. Yeah. Yep. She said the darkness uh, was too much for her. The darkness? Because it has longer nights. And more rain. And more rain. All that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't doubt it. And to me, I think it's because the gorge caught on fire <laughs> a few weeks ago. That would be enough for me. Like, wow. Yeah. It's like, see ya. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> um, my trip to Utah was stunning. Really? Beautiful weather. Um St. George was about lower 80s, nice. and then uh, Cedar City, where my other client is, uh, is a little bit on the cooler side. But uh, we went hiking in Zion on Friday. This was after taking in the Utah Shakespeare Festival for a little bit, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we went hiking in Zion on Friday, and then uh, we had a passel of kids with us. A passel? <laughs> a passel. There are six kids in a passel. Oh, good yes. to know. Yeah. Uh, dropped them back off in Cedar City. I picked up my <laughs> my yellow Hyundai Velostar. Yes. Which was an awesome ride. Was it a good ride? Oh, my God. We, we were actually looking at, at getting a Velostar. Yeah, it was it was sweet. And I, I was on my way back to St. George where I was uh, spending my nights and I pulled off at one exit just east of the interstate near a state park, parked the car, got out and just leaned up against the car and looked at the night sky. Good. And the Milky Way was right overhead. But what really, really struck me was that the constellations near the horizon you know, when you see them here or most anywhere, there's so much haze coming off the horizon that they're really kind of fuzzy and and extra sparkly because of that interference. But they were they were huge. They were so huge, like when the moon comes up, when oh. the full moon comes up and yeah. everything is magnified. So they were magnified, but they were still clear. Even just before setting. It was it was stunning. Yeah. It was like being in a planetarium. You know what I thought you were gonna say? I you know, I leaned up and I looked at the night sky and I was like, man, this is better than Montana. It is so <laughs> much better. I, I thought I thought, yeah, this is pretty good, but I wonder I wonder how long it takes to drive to Montana. <laughs> I was watching I was rewatching Arrival. Last night, you know, uh, you and I went to go see Arrival. Yes. And the and the, where the where the ship lands, Montana. Oh, sure. And when, we, <laughs> and when I when I saw my you know the big field where the where the ship was perched, I thought, I imagine that that's a pretty impressive night sky. Yeah. Out there in the middle of fucking nowhere. Nowhere, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, in you a know, Hyundai as big as a castle. There were six kids. We called it a passel. <laughs> the stars in the sky about made me cry. And then Brett said something and sounded like an asshole. <laughs> Your limerick today brought you by Chad Warren. Thank you, Chad Warren. <laughs> and Live Oak Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. 
<laughs> I was like, really? That was what, an awesome what's the closer? What's the, I'm sitting there going, what's the closer? Nice. <laughs> nice. So I need to get another one of these. So things. for the record, I fixed, I uh, was helping Brett with his mic stand that's fallen apart a number of times during the show. Yes. I'm ready to you catch it now. You have cross-threaded that insert at some point, and that's why it's funky. <gasps> oh. Well, but the, the bigger problem you is cross this, are you is this bit right here. See, that comes together. It's supposed to be a quick release, but it's not locking in place. No, it's it releases very quickly. Yeah, it does. Quick, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to so do. So I need to replace that. <laughs> Just not when it's supposed to do. It. No, not when I'm talking on it. Because, and the whole reason that I put that piece on is because originally, as you can see, if if you were here. <laughs> uh, at the Aristocrat on Burnett Road in Austin, Texas. And where are you people? I mean, for fuck's sake, get here. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. This obviously will be posted in the future when what's happening now will I, have been so long I'm, in the past. I, I'm, yes. But I'm yes. still going to hold you all responsible. The world, right. been here. the sun will have died, and then we're going to post right after that. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens will Doctor be Who. picking up this podcast from out of the ether. And they'll go, wow, man, that place sounds cool. And you know what? How do you catch are? an ether bunny? The, With an Ethernet. An ether. Ether bunny. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and they will sound like Patrick Wahlberg because that's. <laughs> oh, those people sound great. <laughs> Love them. I think I wanna, I wanna hang out with them. I don't know what a beer is. I don't know what, <laughs> but I like two of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get two of them. We shouldn't drink simultaneously because then it leaves dead air. I'll watch more carefully next time and we'll have something queued up. There we go. <laughs> uh, Whatever you do, Brett, do not put your drink under the mic. I will not do that again. <laughs> I will not do that again. It, the mic thinks of it as a target. It goes, oh. <laughs> oh, I should drop in there. I, it makes me think that it thinks it's Will and it's like, fire it, Will. <laughs> How do you know his name's Will? <laughs> That was like the first time that joke occurred to me was on ID4, uh, Independence Day. Yeah. And they're like, fire at will. And I was like, <laughs> will Smith going, what did I do? Say <laughs> <laughs> that the EK got a laugh out of that. It's funny. That's why yeah, she loves funny. me. She loves me. Good times. Yes. Love it. It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. I went to Alaska a couple of years ago. I'm one of those cruises. Like the whole family went. Wow. And I'm the only one who's still single in my family, or rather, currently single. Yeah. Uh, so I had to bunk with my mom. That was awesome. Really? <laughs> you know what? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I lived with her for two months over the summer because I took a job as an electrician in, in Conroe. Right, right. So I could hang out with my oh, mom. Oh, is that what you did? Okay. Yeah. You work on her house, get shit fixed around there, and then work all day as an electrician and get my skills jacked back. No, that's great. Uh, so a couple years ago, we went to Alaska, and I had an old school instant camera, right? The yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Uh, that's the punchline to the joke that I was going to tell, so I won't now. It's okay. <laughs> so it goes like this. I was taking instant pictures while I was sitting on this glacier. Turns out I sat still too long and I got Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what sucks is I didn't that know joke? that was a setup. I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't mean to step on your joke. No, I didn't fine. know it was a setup. I didn't either until I got. You should have gave me the look like. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Some kind of signal. Joke now. <laughs> 
Again, silence. Um, <laughs> yeah. All that could be edited. It's yeah. fine. We can fix yeah. it in post. That's right. No one will ever know. That's what Mark does. That's right. Have you ever been to post? No. Post Texas is on a highway. And it's is it bigger than Dimebox? No, and it's literally almost to the person the same size as Dimebox. Wow. Maybe smaller. Even greater Dimebox? But here's the thing. <laughs> When you leave Lubbock to come back, and it's a good idea to leave Lubbock yes. anytime you can. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I have it. been Absolutely. in post. Oh, You have to. If you've driven to Lubbock, you've been through post. Yes. There's more than one way out there, but that's the easy way. Right. Post is at the bottom of this. So Lubbock is on the Llano Estacado Plateau. It's a rock plateau that's 1,000 miles across. Right. And it's, it's the end of the Great that's, Plains. That's still no excuse. That yeah. falls into the Permian Basin. Yes. There is a, there's literally a line of rock at post. Post is down at the bottom. You drive up the highway, and you can see where the, the Llano Estacado stops, and it drops off into the Permian Basin. There's like a 500-foot difference, maybe a 1,000 in places. But in Texas, for geological features, it is one of the most stunning places to just sit and look out because you can be at the top of this thing, and you see this tiny little dot at the bottom, and that's the town. That's post. That's post. But it's just to the horizon. There's this mountain break that drops off into a bowl that goes to as far as you can see. And then on the other side is the Piedras Negras, and you can see the the windmill farm that's going yes. right up there. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. you just sit there and look at this massive expanse of space and think, yeah, I wouldn't fucking live here either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'd rather live in Lubbock. <laughs> Some people would. Yeah. Yep. It's beautiful though. I like doing it every every couple years. Yes. I think uh, I've driven through there about three or four times and uh, and stayed there uh, a couple of weeks when uh, the person, the company that I worked for had a regional office there and that person was either on vacation or something and so I went and stayed a week and took care of people and it was pretty funny because I was like... You know, you go, it's like a godsend. You know, there <laughs> You know, I'm like, why didn't you call me before? I'm on the phone. I can remote in. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Raising me up on their shoulders. I'm like, that's crazy. I, I stayed in Lubbock to visit a client in Littlefield, which is about a 45-minute drive northwest or so. Not I there. Am, I am the dirt of, pan, of the panhandle. So I know Littlefield. That's where Uncle Bill's mom lives. Oh. Uncle Bill's an asshole. We'll talk about him later. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, I had a little bit of time in Littlefield. That is all they have, by the way, is time. Right. Um, and I went to see the Littlefield Museum, which was the house where George Washington Littlefield grew up. And we have the Littlefield building in downtown Austin. That's right. Littlefield was uh, was a, a part of the original Board of Regents for the University of Texas. Oh. He was a very, very competitive cattle baron and banker. So I went into the Littlefield Museum to take a look around. They were so happy to see me, first of all. Secondly, they were so glad that I even knew who George Washington Littlefield was. Can we tell you about George Washington? I said, I know all about him. Banker, cattleman, very competitively natured man. <gasps> oh my God! He, yes, yes. Yeah, they, they they prostrated themselves on the floor and grabbed me by the ankles. She is the chosen <laughs> one. Right. 
they shoved a cookbook at me. It was kind of like, here, take this. I said, no. Uh, let I me, what, how much does it cost? And they said, no, no, just take it. <laughs> just take it. Because Nervous they had breakdown. a story to tell of the day that this woman wandered in and I knew, knew who their town patriarch was. <laughs> Monica Ballard. And, and she came from Austin. <laughs> Somebody in Austin knows something about Texas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now let me tell you a ghost story. Get out. <laughs> we don't believe in no ghosts. <laughs> or I ghosts. love that the Littlefield residence is the Bloom County boarding house. Never mind. <laughs> what, what? The Littlefield residence on the University of Texas campus is like probably the most haunted building in University of Texas campus. Well, that's where I would kill people if I was going to. <laughs> it's said that Alice Littlefield's ghost is still up in the attic, that he used to shut her up there uh, when he would go out and tell her that she had to stay up there because the Yankees might come. And this is the 1890s. But Alice was a little bit daft. Yeah, a little. And did not realize that the war had been over for 30 years or something. Wow. So, yeah, she, she used to stay up in the attic and... Uh, so if she was in the attic, then she was Uber Alice. <laughs> yes. She was above. It's a callback. Sure. It's a callback. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail you. I will tell you my one ghost story from the University of Texas if you want to hear it. Yes, yes. please. All right. I was a uh, sophomore at UT in the Department of Theater and Dan. Theater, really? Theater and Dance. I have a BFA in Theater Design. Oh, Design. Oh, Design. Well, I, I went in as an actor, dance. and then I had a conversation with uh, Bernie Engel, who was the head of the acting department. And Bernie said, Chad, you know, we teach acting here, but you don't seem to want to learn that. So, <laughs> um, Please tell me he actually said that. He said, we teach a style of hacking here, and you clearly don't want to learn it. But we're short of men for, this, for the BFA class for next year. So if you want in, we'll accept you provisionally. And I said, thank Amazing. you. I appreciate it. And I took the letter of invitation, and I wadded it up, and I threw it in his trash can and walked out of his office. And I switched over to tech. So yeah. I have... But, uh, <laughs> see, you tell me that story, and it's funny. But then I also get pissed off yeah. because I know you're a good actor. I thank you. It's very kind. Of you. Anyway, so the story. No, it's not kind of. It's me. not kind. I remember you reading you're for right, a you're show. You're a terrible person for no, calling me a good. I <laughs> I remember a show that you auditioned for where I sat there and I thought, damn, I could I could cast this guy three ways to Sunday. I mean, pick a role, any role, he could. I he very much that. appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not getting any fucking roles right now. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. So, ghosts. Hair is a play. You may yes. Be yes. Hair has a famous nude scene. Yes, they yes. do. The class that was involved in hair uh, did the nude scene in rehearsal. And the grad students who were directing it threatened to do the nude scene or requested to do the nude scene in performance. And we're told that they would not only not get their MFAs, but would not graduate weight and would be asked to leave the university if they did it. From what I remember, if, if anybody from that class hears this... Because that's obvious bullshit that they should let us know. Well... That's how you remember it. Anyway, the point is... 
We started, it's a point of view show, people. B.I. Eden Payne is the name guy yes. after yes. whom the theater's name. Yes. Boy, do we know about B.I. Eden Payne. Yeah, we do. Brad Robertson, who is uh, currently the master electrician on Aladdin in New York, and I were loading in hair at UT. And there's a sound door at the B.I. Payne Theater between the scene shop and the theater that has operated flawlessly since it was built. We're loading in this play that has been banned from the, like, it would not have been produced at UT for a long time, and then they're, they're doing it. It's not a play that B. Iden Payne would have let happen on his stage. So Brad and I are on the stage screwing down Masonite, these giant old car battery with a drill attached, because that's what you had back then. Right, sure. Yeah. And they last for two and a half minutes, and you have to go get a new battery. Right. So we're doing that thing, and I keep seeing out of the corner of my eye a bald guy in a suit at the back of the theater. We get the first big piece of scenery to move in, and this door that has operated flawlessly for 30 years shears a pin. Now, you have to understand the door is 30 feet tall. Oh, no. It is 20 feet wide. It is a foot and a half thick. It is a sound door. It could literally withstand a rocket, but it weighs a couple of tons. Yeah. It sheared a pin inside a mechanism that required them to disassemble the door, and it was stuck halfway, so we literally couldn't load in hair. And this was the same day that Brad and I had both seen something out of the corner of our eyes. Wow. And so we started the story that B. Iden Payne broke the door because he didn't want the, th- the thing. Right. Yeah. He really doesn't want to see new kids on the stage. We literally, they had to go back and redesign, I use literally again, they had to go back and redesign pieces <laughs> so that they would fit through the six foot wide hole that we had to get scenery through that should be a 20 foot wide stage entrance. Wow. Wow. There was a platform. We called it the Curly Howard platform because you would <laughs> cut it. Right? It's this weird shape. And you would take the drawing from the designer, who was from San Marcos, and you would map it out on a big piece of plywood and start to cut it, and you would be done. And then you would put it together and try to put it in place, and it wouldn't fit. It would look like a drawing. It would look like it's supposed to fit, but it wouldn't fit. It got rebuilt seven times. Oh, no. And we literally threw the drawing. <laughs> We threw the drawing away and just cut something that fit, and the designer never noticed. Wow. <laughs> uh, do, do you blame B.I. and Payne for that as well? No, I think we were a bunch of fucking idiots. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I thought maybe there was a connection. I'm sure there, there was enough that went In wrong with that show. In all of it, you were all just a bunch of fucking idiots, right? Well, yes, I know, but I am still a fucking idiot. But... <laughs> Like, if Murphy's Law is a thing, then Murphy also hated hair because <laughs> everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. And yet it was the most amazing show that we did. I was glad to be part of it. I'm sorry that I didn't get cast. I'm sorry that I was too uptight to get cast because I would not have been comfortable doing it. Yeah, that's... that's uh, a I, very, I didn't realize I was a conservative kid, but being a liberal from South Texas yeah. is being a dyed-in-the-wool conservative in Austin. Sure. <laughs> Uh, and, and as an actor, I, that's the one. That's me. I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm gonna get naked on stage anytime. 
I, I do remember going to uh, not salvage. Vanguard. Does anybody want to mount a production of the Full Monty, starring Brett Weaver? No, no one wants that. <laughs> well, some bears, some guys that work over at the Iron Bear would probably like that. But <laughs> nobody. I mean, but I, I remember my my younger days. I was. I looked all right, you know. They, You're still dashedly handsome. They said, you know, yes. they said to me back in the old days I could be a stripper, and I was like, well, that's a lot of hair to shave, but uh, <laughs> I could do it. But then I was like, no. Speaking I'll, of which, who likes shaved ice? <laughs> but how did the ice get hairy in the first place? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then he gave me a look that, that chilled me to the bone for this very day. <laughs> and that's dead air right there. <laughs> No, we're waiting for the laugh. That's it. Oh, we were holding for we the laugh. We were holding for the laugh. <laughs> yes. That always happens when I get naked. <laughs> They're holding for the laugh. Well, I'm holding and there's no laugh. And there's no laugh. <laughs> and then... So I have a new roommate. Yes. She has a dog who's a wolf hybrid. Yes. And three cats. Yes. She said two cats, but her ex-husband never came to get his cat. So she has three cats. Oh, one of the cats, one doesn't shut up, and two has been using my couch as a toilet. Oh. Which I found out because like the room smelled funny, and I don't spend that much time on the couch. It's getting on my nerves. And then the dog, uh, when I had my back turned, grabbed an entire package of spaghetti and strew it around the living room. So I had to go to the couch to clean stuff up, and then I realized there's this white line of crystals of some oh. kind. Oh. No. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been using it for a couple weeks. So I went and bought another litter box to put downstairs because he's not using the one that is available to him. Right. The dog shits in the hall all the time. Like, I had to take her to work. I got home from work. I took him outside. I came back in. I got in the shower. I got out of the shower. There's a pile of shit in the hall. Like, I just took you outside. Right. You asshole. So it's yeah. more of a commentary than it is. He's a very smart dog, and he yeah. is making a statement. <laughs> and I don't understand it. I He's mean, He's making I a do. big brown statement. Yeah. <laughs> He's a wolf, and he doesn't get walked. You have to... That's the thing about a dog that size. Any size. When you listen to people who train dogs regularly, the first thing they tell you is Walker. they got to walk yeah. because yeah. they have to patrol. You have to feed the wolf and the dog. Even if the dog is 300 generations or 400 removed, like right. a, even Pekingese, which you couldn't imagine had been a wolf at some point. They were a wolf at that time. This is a fucking wolf! <laughs> and he's not fucking getting walked! Careful, because also in that neighborhood, last January, I held a baby lamb. You have what? I held a baby lamb in that neighborhood. Oh, right, because lives because right around the corner our friend Janine lives there, and we were, and all of a sudden she said, oh, "You have to come outside." And I said, "No, it's cold and rainy outside. It's January in Austin. I don't want to come outside." She said, "No, you have to come outside." And I came outside, and some neighbors were walking like this four-day-old lamb. Oh God! I don't and need they to see that. gave it to me, and I held it, and and uh. we had a moment. You and, and the lamb. Yes, yes. Do you know how many sheep I have had to... No, no. They don't finish that sentence. Right. I'm yeah. not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> I raised sheep in four I mean, you, you fuck one sheep. <laughs> and... You be 
become Chad the sheep fucker. You can't yeah. have just one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying. You can cure cancer. <laughs> you know why cowboy boots are so tall? So you can stick their legs down and you can't get away. <laughs> the cowboys? The sheep. Oh. Put their legs down in your boots. Got it. It's supposed to be a joke about fucking sheep. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was social commentary. So. Well, it is. In general, yeah. It's, it's little tips and advice you're not just going to yeah, get anywhere else. Yeah, it's not really else. jokes. Just, it's just, just it's, advice. It's just, you're not going to get this kind of advice. You are not going to get this kind of advice anywhere else. Anywhere else. I have <laughs> trophies for shearing sheep. I bet you can't say that about a lot of people. I, I, I got to go with you there. <laughs> so baby lambs would just make me nauseous. Oh, just, ah, now I got work to do. <laughs> ah, baby lamb, you got to feed. You got to clean up a bunch of shit. Yeah, they poop everywhere. God, that first one, like when they, baby, okay, fine, baby lambs are adorable. And we'll just, ah! <laughs> Their first poop is funny because it is yellow ochre. It is the color of a sunflower in a Van Gogh painting. There we oh. go. Coming out of an animal. Oh. And then the next one, oh my God. <laughs> like the first one is all blood cells that have, they've been digesting yes. forever. And yes. then the second one is, oh, you're on milk now. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Horrible things have just oh happened and that's not cheese. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that is that is animal protein that rotted in your system because you don't have a real digestive system. Right. That's, it's just trying to figure uh, itself okay. out. I mean, sheep shit never gets great. <laughs> it's never an appetizing thing. But there's better. There's... <laughs> you realize we've gone from how great Montana is. Yes. Where <laughs> To no. sheep fucking. <laughs> to, you know, Montana to, has more sheep than people. Let me saying. tell you. You promised me a cosmopolitan type of show. That's right. We're highbrow. You should not have let me come on a show. Or I should have been warned. Hey, Chad, keep it out of the gutter. How far? Sheep. <laughs> I mean, he's not Pennywise, but you're doing all right. I am pound foolish. Ah. <laughs> or have been pounded foolishly. <laughs> what? Are we going back to the prison story? No. <laughs> okay. It was that movie I did, the Build-A-Bear no. Workshop. Oh, yeah. Pole, Texas. Men in Black Men. What? <laughs> Pole, Texas? Is that it? Post. 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 Texas. And the chicken ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a whole different kind of pole. A different type of pole. Yes. Yeah. They still danced on it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh. I'm sorry. We are at an hour. Oh, thank God. You know, pole dancing actually used to be an election sport. Because you would, joke there? You would go to the polls and the people would dance. Right. Then they made a joke out of it by putting an actual pole up. And then somehow that, I'll make that 
work eventually. <laughs> I'm just going to beat the Just keep it. I know it's a premise. Right now. <laughs> just keep working on it's that. It's not a premise. <laughs> no. It's, it's not even a really a joke. Yet. It's more of a premise. It's, it's less prem and more it's myth. It's more advice. It's really more advice. <laughs> just everything. Anything that doesn't work. Look, I'm not telling you jokes. I'm just giving you this. Right? It's just a miss altogether. So when you kill a hooker, just make sure. <laughs> what? That was a joke. Huh? Was it? Huh? Or was it advice? <laughs> Uh, I've enjoyed our drinks. I've enjoyed Chad Warren being here with us. Andrew is also here, but he is off to the side. And uh, uh, and Monica Ballard's here, and I'm very happy for you to be here. And, uh, yeah, in two weeks, we're going to do more. All right. And so until then, I'm Brett, and I just had two gin and tonics and a dropped mic. <laughs> Several. Um, I'm Monica Ballard. Oh, I had a... a Austin, uh, East Sider original. Thank you, Chad, for that. And a, and a live of Heaven. And that was Thank Chad. You, Andrew. That was Chad Warren, and he had a. I've been drinking live of Berliner Weiss because I'm a nine year old boy. <laughs> there we go. So until then, enjoy your beers, and we'll talk to you soon.